Hi there. Welcome to the Woman Inspired Podcast. I'm the woman. <laughs> My name is Karen and I'm really glad you joined me. I'm back quicker than I usually am. Yay! I'm trying to step up my pace here because um, I've got a lot that God gives me or I don't know, just wacky stuff that comes out of my brain that I want to share. And so here I am. <laughs> All right. So um, today's podcast episode is titled uh, One Word Podcast. Okay, so I don't want to be deceptive here. So um, I didn't mean for the title of this episode uh, to be deceptive. This podcast is not going to consist of just one word. <laughs> Sorry, that would be uh, nice for some people. They don't want to hear me say more than one word. But that's not the point of my podcast, and I'll get there in a minute. But I'm going to start with a pod quote, and here it is. There is more power in one word from God than all the power of the enemy combined. And I'd like to tack onto that and say there's probably more power in one word from God than all the power of many enemies combined. So, um, and not just probably, definitely. That kind of gives you a little hint on what the podcast is about. And no, I have no idea who that quote is from, but uh, I put it out there for you. All right. So I, again, I did not mean for the title of this episode to be deceptive. This podcast is not going to consist of just one word. What this podcast consists of is a bunch of words about one word. All right. What I'm talking about is that trend that's on social media. It's been going on for a couple of years, but people are really hitting it hard this year from what I can see. They're, ever since just before Christmas, I'm seeing it everywhere. They're doing it on TV also in various places, talk shows, whatever. I don't watch a lot of those, but I see clips and commercials and little advertisements and stuff. So I've even read about it in some books, some newsletters, some devotionals. So, you know, the one where you choose one word to define or guide or inspire your entire next year, that one word that's supposed to motivate you for 365 days or 65 days, 365 days and be your focus. Have you done that yet? I'm not saying that it doesn't work, so please discount my cynical tone of voice if you hear some cynicism in there. But, well, I guess in a way I am a little cynical, so never mind, discount it. <laughs> Embrace my cynical tone. I can handle it. I don't know about you, but for me, it takes more than one word to motivate this chick, this lady, this gal, this girl, this crazy person. I know that John 1-1 one, one says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. So here's a reference to a word, but it's talking about the word, the gospel, the Bible, the word of God, the language of our creator, which was fully given through inspiration to a select certain people to transcribe it for all of us. It's written in our very DNA. It says so in the Bible. It's inside us so we can live and breathe and be in this crazy world and accept heaven with open arms. That's that's what it's for. But even though it says the word, it doesn't mean just one word. And it doesn't say that God is just going to give us one word to teach, reach, motivate, inspire, or save us. So now, maybe, perhaps, some of my critical, cynical tone comes from the fact that I am not a lady of few words, <laughs> let alone just one word. Just ask anybody who knows me. So... Uh, my spirit, my body, my flesh, it all needs more than one word. I need the word for sure. 
the word of God. I contend we all do, but the amount, the frequency, the depth of immersing ourselves into God's word is subjective in my opinion, because it would be great if all of us were made exactly the same, although actually it really wouldn't be great, but we don't all learn and breathe and comprehend at the same pace either. So I'm not going to judge you for not memorizing the entire Bible or knowing 75 of the top quoted verses from the Bible. What I read and how much I study in a week depends on a lot of factors. Like for any of us, reading comprehension, our physical energy, if we're healthy, if we're feeling good, feeling bad, sadness, sorrow, desperation at the time, all those things come into play as to how much we can read and comprehend of the Bible at a time. Sometimes I've mucked up my schedule so much that I I get running headlong into chaos and I don't schedule time for reading my Bible or praying like I should, except of course the numerous times a day I pray as I go throughout my day because I'm just basically on one continual conversation with God. But I'm talking about intentional one-on-one time with God, reading the word and talking to him. That time there is life sustaining to me. It should be for everyone. Um, but yet every single person is different. So I can't define how much time, when, where, or how, or what you do during that time with God. I can only ask God to help define that for myself. And so I do. But what I can tell you is that knowing the word or even trying to know it, comprehend it, soaking it in, seeking it out, it pleases God. And it grows your faith and your strength to manage life on this rolling ball of craziness that we live on. So As far as paring down my motivation and wisdom to one word or even turning one word into a mantra or unfortunately for some people I've seen they actually turn that one word into an idol all year long. Nope, that's not going to do it. It's just not. It's not going to do it for me and that's how I feel about it. Maybe it works for you. If so, bless you. Truly, truly enjoy it. Live up to that one word. But for myself, I need all of the words I can get all of the words in the word that I can get. I need what's in the Bible, in that thing that we too often set aside and don't open up enough. Um, So I need those reminders, but I also need that time to hear what God's speaking to me when I read his word. There's an old song by uh, Big Daddy Weave called Word of God Speak. And part of it says, I'm not going to sing it to you, so don't worry. (laughs) Part of it says, Word of God Speak. Won't you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty, to be still and know that you're in this place. Please let me stay and rest in your holiness. Word of God, speak. And that's how I feel about God's word. I want to be in a place where I can pick it up, read it, and feel as if I have entered into a place of relevance, uh, of wisdom and strength, but also enter into a place of holiness. That's how I feel about it. So now, mind you, if you've heard me before, you know that I am all about little notes, quotes, words, and and reminders being written and placed anywhere and everywhere, pretty much. On the dashboard of your car, your mirror, in your purse, random pocket here and there, a sticky note on the fridge, wherever you need them to remind you of what you know you need to know. But I just encourage you not to leave out the whole word of God. I promise you won't regret it if you don't leave it out. And you probably will regret it one day if you do leave out the whole word of God and concentrate on one word a year. Um, So what prompted me down this line of thinking was that I saw a lot of people online the other day who were choosing 
the word empowered for 2022. And the last year, I think forward and rise up were popular, although rise up is actually two words, people. But anyway, that's just me. <laughs> but I see people choosing these various things. And, and like I said, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Spelling out something positive for yourself as a goal. I'm like I said, I'm all for the notes on the dashboard and images on the mirror, whatever can motivate you to think positively and to stay on track where God wants you to stay. However, one word, one necklace, one poster, one bumper sticker, one song, one amazing quote cannot take the place of the Bible. They don't take the place of the everyday soaking it in, grasping a hold of a scripture, trying to find out what its meaning is, trying to figure out what is it that God's trying to show you through it, how it applies to yesterday, today, and tomorrow. You know, digging into that Bible for that 365 days of motivation and discernment, growth, knowledge, and Christ basically Christ-centered education. That's what it is. And when it comes down to... I think, my friends, is that we have to get beyond what I consider a quick fix mentality. We live in a quick fix world. One word for 365 days to focus on to motivate you is a quick fix grab. And it is a symptom of the society and culture we live in. Um, that we attempt to go back to that one thing, easy, uh, grab it and go, time and time again thing. One word, that's it, done, boom, out of here. It's going to easily and quickly cover me for the entire year. Ta-da! Well, I just don't think so. <clears throat> warning, warning, cynicism. <laughs> I just don't think so. So, I mean, we live in a quick fix society and sometimes it drives me crazy. The level of rush, 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 get it done quickly or seemingly quickly because our patience level is nil and we have this got to have it right now, instant stimulation through computers and, and video games and all of this kind of stuff that our tension, our tension level is just majorly low and it blows me away. It's extended from the good old days of minute rice and fast food to instant messaging right into quick fix, instant motivation. It's everywhere. So take for instance, okay, so I, you know, I got a story. If you listen to me, you know, I always got a story. <laughs> so take for instance, this guy at the grocery store the other day, Holy smokes. Okay, it was right before it snowed. So let me preface this story with that little nugget of frigid honesty. <laughs> so the store was packed. You can't head into a snowstorm without ample bread and milk. Um, now, why people buy bread and milk as if a cow will never produce again once it hits 32 degrees or yeast will cease to rise if it ices on the roads? I have no idea. I haven't the foggiest. Never figured that out because really... If you aren't already prepared, so then you rush out to stock up on something for fear you'll be stuck in the house for a week, are you just going to eat sandwiches and drink milk the whole time? I think not. Isn't bread and water what they used to serve prisoners? <laughs> bread and milk, not far off from that. I mean, come on, treat yourself a little better than that if you can. At least toss a ho-to or a ding-dong in the bag, man. Or get fancy and grab a chicken breast and some veggies. <laughs> but just bread and milk? And there, there literally were people in the store who just had bread and milk. I, no, I don't get it. But anyway, that's beside the point. The point actually is that this guy living in this quick fix, got to make it shorter, faster, immediate, overstimulate us world we live in, was hot under his collar over having to wait in a semi-long line. He was a line jumper. No two ways about it. He was a line jumper. 
You know what I mean? That annoying person who gets in one line, sees it isn't moving fast enough for his taste, then tries to back out of it while there are still like three people behind him who then have to move out of his way so that he can get out of that line because he thinks another line will move faster. So he got out of the one line and then he jumps into the line that I'm in right behind me and we weren't apparently fast enough for him. So then he jumps to another line ranting and raving the whole time about the incompetent people who work at the store. So he finally gave up on our turtle pace uh, line and moved one line over and then he decided to move from there to stand in the self checkout lane where he promptly got nasty with the person in front of him for not moving fast enough. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Gotta Have It Fast, but the elderly woman in front of you needed help with her coupons, so just back off with your three loaves of white bread and gallon of skim milk. Now, I wanted to turn to him <laughs> and tell him that, and, and that he probably needed to go back and get some whole grain bread and almond milk because he needed some extra fiber to push that crap out of his system because it was apparently oozing up to his attitude. But <laughs> I did not. I was proud of myself. I can't stand it, though, when someone treats anyone else poorly, but especially an elderly person. So the clerk who worked the checkout area was hovering over him, though, so I felt confident she would squelch this guy if he got really out of hand. So for that, I was thankful. But here's the ironic thing. All the while this guy is fussing and fuming, line jumping and complaining, the rest of us were waiting our turns not expecting a quick fix to our grocery shopping woes, especially since we headed out right before it was going to snow. So yeah, it can get frustrating when you want to just do an errand and get it over with, but there can be so much more for us if we stop trying to find the easy, shortcut, quick fix way through life all the time. I rather enjoyed my time in the grocery line. <laughs> And I'm sure you're not surprised at that. But anyway, I had a nice conversation about quinoa with the man in front of me. And the lady in the line next to mine was someone I hadn't seen in years. So we chatted a bit. And then when it was my turn to check out, I got to joke with the highly stressed out cashier who had apparently had more than one Mr. Quick Fix Gotta Have My White Bread complainer that day. I made her laugh, which made me feel good too. And as I did, I forgot about that guy. Until... I thanked my cashier and the bagger, and I pushed my cart out and headed for the door. And all of a sudden, I hear Mr. Angry Bread Boy behind me complaining that I wasn't walking fast enough. And so I moved to the side, and as he passed, I just grinned big, and I laughed a little bit because I couldn't help it. Um, and he kind of gave me the evil eye because, really, I was laughing I, because I was quite content in the knowledge that Mr. Line Jumping Sandwich Eater spent all that time moving around and complaining, and yet it didn't get him anywhere faster than the rest of us. In fact, those of us who were patient and took the path we were supposed to take without complaining, without being rude and hurtful, were ahead of him in the end. And that just made me so happy. <laughs> so that was my that was my grocery shopping excursion that frigid day but moments like these give me pause they remind me of what's what and who's who god is the who and the what is his way and his word not my own not social medias not well-intentioned fads and new year's resolutions not quick fix anything these times also convict me to pray for people like that man and so i did as i laughed i still prayed but i but I still laughed. Okay. So again, I'm not 
anti-power words because using that one word in your arsenal can be helpful. But don't let it turn into a quick fix replacement for the word or a, a path of study. Um, don't let it replace studying, immersion, and time with God. I encourage you to challenge yourself and go beyond one word into the word. Not for just one day, but hopefully for 365 days. All right. That's the podcast. That's the one word podcast. <laughs> I got a little riled up and now we're going to have snow again and I might get riled up again. So I just wanted to warn you. <laughs> anyway, I really appreciate you tuning in to the Women Inspired Podcast. You can find me on Instagram by searching for one woman inspired. That's the number one followed by woman inspired. That's me. You can also find me on Facebook and um, follow me on my website and blog. Just click there. You can uh, find my blog. That's womaninspired.com. Thank you so much. And I pray you have a blessed day.